You're listening to Hands Off My Rack, a podcast dedicated to all things female fitness, health, and wellness. But we're not your average source of fitspo. We go beyond the Instagram workouts and trendy diets to provide you with honest, transparent, and evidence-based information. We're here to help you see through fitness fads and find out what really helps you become the healthiest and happiest version of yourself. Hey there, and thank you for tuning in to Hands Off My Rack. My name is Talia, and today is a solo episode. Jasmine has just been a little bit busy, so we haven't been able to find some time to record, but that's okay because she'll be back next week and we'll be able to have a regular episode. So this is going to be part two of Where Do I Get Started? So for the part one, we basically talked about everything to do with gym memberships, how much gym memberships usually cost, what's the cheapest on average, how you should go about signing up for a gym membership. So now we're going to be talking about before we actually make our way to the gym. So you have your gym membership, you're ready to go. What is it that you feel you need to do to prepare for your workout? So there's the obvious things. You want some athletic apparel, some gym clothes. You can get some gym clothes from the fancier, more trendy athletic apparel brands, Gymshark, Alphalete, Casanova. But that isn't necessarily, I'm mean, not even necessarily, that is definitely not required for you to start your fitness journey. When I first started working out, I would work out in comfortable but breathable clothing so sophie spandex shorts t-shirt sports bra basically just things that i already had in my drawers a lot of times i would wear something that i would usually wear as pajamas and you don't really have to be too crazy about that quite yet you don't don't feel you need to have this army of of cute gym clothes to start your journey when you get started the only thing that you can do and the only place you can go is more progress and with more progress more experience that's gonna come what gym clothes works for me best in terms of what makes me feel I look good, what works well with the movements that I'm doing. So when it comes to cheap gym clothes, what options do we have? Of course, I personally pride myself on making Casanova clothing affordable. So that's one option. We also have Amazon. Amazon is literally famous, I guess, for having cheap gym clothes for women, specifically dupes for major brands. So they'll have Lululemon dupes, Navigation dupes, Gymshark dupes, just original looks, all kinds of things. And they tend to be definitely on the cheaper sides. I mean, you can get leggings for $20 instead of 60 to 80 They are at Gymshark Alpha Lead. A Lululemon leggings go as high as $140. So this is definitely a more affordable option. On TikTok, people constantly post about Amazon dupes that they find. So you can always look out for that. You can also go on YouTube and type Amazon dupe review. They're going to link all the Amazon listings for the clothing that they're wearing. And they're also going to put it on, try it on so you can really see what it looks in person. And same thing for TikTok. They just tend to be a little shorter. 
Another option is our favorites, Target, Walmart. Good thing about both Target and Walmart is that they have dressing room sections. So you can try on all the things that you see that you might want to buy. And you can really get a sense of, okay, this fits or this looks good. And that's going to be significantly cheaper as well, especially Walmart. Sometimes they'll have basic camis, the tank tops for $5, $10. So it's going to be cheaper. Of course, you do have to remember that when you do buy cheaper gym clothes, with the exception of Casanova, they will on occasion not be as great a quality, so they'll fall apart a lot easier. And because I don't know about you guys, but I personally have to wash all my gym clothes every time I wear it. That's not usually ideal for gym clothes because it's not like, okay, so if I buy something from H&M or Forever 21, a top just to go out in, I'm going to try my best to not need to properly wash it because it's probably going to fall apart in the wash. And usually I got my deodorant on and I don't spill any food on my top or coffee or whatever. And I'm fine. I don't have to wash it. But the thing about gym clothes is that I will drench them in sweat. Sometimes I'll get makeup on them. And so they usually always have to be washed. So that's not ideal necessarily sometimes when you get lower quality gym clothes. Especially you don't want anything to rip or fall apart on you at the gym because that's definitely not ideal. But that kind of brings me to my next point where this kind of gives you something that Walmart and Target and even Amazon probably won't give you. It's going to be cheaper gym clothes, but not necessarily bad quality. So if you go to a discount store, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Ross, Nordstrom Rack, any of that kind of uh, discount store, they're going to have name brand clothing, not necessarily Gymshark or Alphalete, but more like Adidas, Puma, Nike, fancier yoga brands. I saw one time Ivy Park shorts at TJ Maxx. And if you don't know what Ivy Park is, it's Beyonce's fitness apparel through Adidas. And it's known to be very good quality, basically. So you are getting higher quality name brand clothing, but at a discounted rate. And before I started Casanova, now I pretty much wear exclusively Casanova, or like random things that I pick up at random places. But before I started wearing Casanova, what I always wore was clothes from TJ Maxx. I would go to TJ Maxx. I would find a cute Puma set, Calvin Klein set, Fila, Reebok, Under Armour, name brands that we know. And I would be able to purchase them at a discounted price. Sometimes the leggings or shorts or joggers or whatever would be as low as $12, $15. And that's pretty comparable to Walmart, cheaper than Target and cheaper than Amazon. And most of those places also have dressing rooms, so you're able to try it on. It's not a Shein where you kind of take a guess and just cross your fingers and hope that it fits well. There's also Shein, which is very cheap, very, very, very cheap but most things similar to Shein and Amazon, you buy it and you take a risk. One good thing about both Shein and Amazon, though, is that you can return them for free. So there's that. But 
there's also like ethical concerns with Shein and I mean I bought things from Shein and sometimes I haven't spent a lot of money at Shein but I remember one time I bought a few pieces of clothing and it didn't look anything like the photo but another time I bought shorts and I bought leggings and they they were cute and one time I bought Gymshark short dupes because I had purchased Gymshark shorts from Gymshark themselves and I didn't like the way it fit. I wanted them to just be the leggings but just short versions and they were made pretty differently and they just did not it was not it. It was literally it was it was not it. So that being said it's a risk. It's hit or miss and a lot of things like this. It also kind of takes a lot longer. So that's why I'm going to say when it comes to what the best option is for a beginner, I'm going to personally say TJ Maxx, Ross, Marshalls, Nordstrom Rack, Burlington Coat Factory, whatever is by you, because that is honestly going to be your best option in terms of weighing out cost, time to get here, and quality. So moving on from that, let's talk about, okay, do I need a gym bag? What kind of equipment do I need? When I first started going to the gym, I would literally bring my keys, a water, it was before AirPods. It was before wireless headphones were a thing at all. <laughs> and so I'd have my wire headphones. I'd have my water, my keys, whatever, right? Walk into the gym, no equipment, nothing. Now, obviously, I don't do that because I have all kinds of equipment that I use on a regular basis pretty much every time I go to the gym that I need something to carry it around in, right? So do I think that a beginner needs a gym bag? Honestly, not necessarily. If you do have some equipment that you do want to bring to the gym and you have a bag that you like or you want to buy one on Amazon or at TJ Maxx or Walmart, go ahead. All power to you. But I wouldn't want anyone to be discouraged. Like, I need to have a weightlifting belt. I need to have booty bands and a bar pad and blah, 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 blah. You don't need those things, especially when you're first getting started because you're going to get a lot more well-adapted to the gym and figure out exactly what it is that you need. Because even though I have so many things in my gym bag, to be honest, I should probably get rid of a lot of it. I usually do end up using the same things over and over again. And that being like my Versa grips, my bar pad, my belt, my big loop bands. So that being said, you're going to figure it out what exactly that you need to bring. And you don't really need to watch a YouTube video, what's in my gym bag and get all of those things. I do recommend getting face wash, carry around some tampons some basic toiletries just so that way you're not ever in a bad situation if you do get your period or something alike but at the same time you can keep those things in a drawstring bag or a small backpack you don't need to get a duffel bag drop 70 dollars on the gymshark duffel or anything i don't even know how much they cost 
Uh, so moving on from that, let's talk about water. Water, pre-workout. What should you take, eat, drink before the gym? So that's really going to depend on you. And thankfully, since most people are active as kids, you kind of have an idea of how your stomach reacts to food earlier on in the day. I'm sorry, before your workouts. If you're the kind of person who you you have a meal and then you work out and you're literally cramping up, you feel nauseous and you feel like crap. So you know that you're either going to not eat a few hours before you go to the gym or you're, if you do eat, it's going to be something really small. Or you're some pe- there's other people who, if they don't eat before the gym or if they don't have a snack before the gym, they literally feel like they're going to die. They feel so hungry and weak and fatigued. You're going to know then that it's a good idea for you to have a meal or at least a decent sized snack before you go to the gym. So that being said, how do you know if you're one or the other? You just really have to kind of trial and error. If you don't know at this point in your life, then I recommend just kind of seeing, okay, so I'm going to have a decent meal, lunch, and then go to the gym. How do you feel? Do you feel gross? Do you feel sluggish? Do you feel like you're nauseous or you're going to have a bad workout? Okay, so that means that you should probably skip, not skip, but wait to eat until after the gym. And if you do eat, eat a small snack, a banana, an, an apple, some fruit, maybe a granola bar. Something small that can kind of just give you a little, then give you a little push. Moving on from that, we can talk about pre-workout. Do you need pre-workout as a beginner? Probably not. I'm not. If you're too tired to work out, you probably, as a beginner, you probably should just kind of wait for the following day to work out just because when you are fatigued or tired, you're going to be more at risk for injury. As a beginner, when it comes to supplements, I really just recommend probably a protein powder. If you want to take a pre-workout, you can. If you want to do creatine, you can. It's not you can't do those things, but you don't really have to, at least while you're starting out, getting used to everything. I think that people just get overwhelmed with the amount of things that they feel they don't know. And the the, the, I think the best way to fix that is just go one at a time and or take it one day at a time and, and don't overwhelm yourself with too much information at once. Just just go to the gym, see what that's like, see what kind of movements you like, what kind of style of training you like, what your goals are. Just do your research, read up about different kinds of things. Don't feel like you need to be perfect and need to be an expert just to walk into the gym. Most every no one walked into the gym for a first time and was an expert because there's one thing about knowing stuff, knowing the things that you need to know. There's a difference between that and actually doing it. You can know from reading or being told, hey, you need to do this movement this time, X, Y, Z, blah, blah. And that's okay, but then once you get into the gym or once you start tracking your macros or working on your nutrition, then you're going to realize that, oh shit, it's not, it's it's harder in practice than I thought. So that's why 
you don't want to overwhelm yourself. You don't want to feel like you got you you're not doing anything right. You just want to keep it simple at first, especially when you're starting out. So going to the gym, we've talked about it. You want to go in with a plan. You can walk on the treadmill for five minutes before, scope out the gym, see where everything is so you're not just wandering about. You can, when you sign up for the gym, if you already have a membership or if you're signing up then and there, you can ask for a tour so that way you know where everything is. And you just want to take it slow. Don't be too hard on yourself. Don't allow yourself to get overwhelmed or even embarrassed or shy. Just keep it simple. Maybe one day you do a dumbbell workout, stay in one spot, just, you know, scoping out the gym and then baby steps. Then the next time you try out some machines and then the next time you check out the free weight section. Some people are just going to be naturally confident and ready to just go wherever, try whatever. And that's okay. But I know personally, it took me a while to go to the free weight section. It took me a while to get under a, a, a free weight bar. It took me a while to do a free weight bench. I was sticking to machines for a lot of those movements. So just be patient. Take baby steps. Don't get, don't allow yourself to get too overwhelmed because it isn't a race. You have, you're going, so you're already doing a lot more than most people do. Most people don't go to the gym, unfortunately. So you're already taking these steps that most people are afraid to do. So you just have to be, you have to give yourself grace and honor yourself and realize, okay, it's okay. It's okay if I don't know how to use this machine. You you can remember it, remember what it looks like, remember what it's called, go home. And then when you go home, you're like, how to use captain's chair, how to use a hamstring curl machine or hip abduction machine. And then you're going to get an idea of exactly what it is that you need to do next time. And so just don't even stress it. Don't think about it too much. Just start. And with you just starting, that's something to be proud of. That's something to be happy about. That's something to be, to kind of pat yourself on the back because most people say they're going to go to the gym, say they're going to get a membership, say they're going to start being active, say they're going to start eating cleaner, X, Y, Z, and then they never do. And But you are. You're making those steps. So when people ask me, oh, where do I start? You just do. You just start. You just get that gym membership or you follow that YouTube workout or you buy a freaking dumbbell and do some weighted movements in your living room. You just start. There's a lot of free resources on the internet, thankfully. And just do your research, read up, and start. And I don't mean that to sound abrasive. Oh, you don't get it. I understand that right now I'm disconnected from being a beginner at the gym because I have been working out so early. But I do remember what it was to start. And the thing about the gym is that pretty much everyone will. I can't even I can't understand a point where someone wouldn't. But everyone started as a beginner at some point. Everyone was just a beginner. So that's what you have to remember. You, If you you see someone at the gym who, damn, she knows what she's doing. At one point, she didn't. 
at one point she was just a beginner just like you and you had to remember that it just takes time and I think that that's a big issue for people because people want things to come so quickly they want to make a decision and wake up with the results and I understand that one big thing for me is okay so I was picking in my face and I scarred up and now I'm t- I'm putting retin-a on my face it's a prescription strength retinol or retinoid or whatever basically increases the speed of my cell turnover rate so I started using it and I'm like okay like I want my skin to be completely flawless now and obviously it's a process so you have to let go of that desire for everything to be so quick because the time is going to pass anyway. Let's say it takes a year for you to get in shape at the gym or to get your ideal physique. The year is going to pass anyway. You're either working towards what you want or you're not. And I also recommend being intentional. So identifying why you want to go to the gym, what you want to do at the gym, how you're going to go about doing that in the gym. You want to start out slow, probably 30 minute workout, work your way up to that hour. Don't even try to burn yourself out. You take a lot of rest days. Start with two days a week at the gym, move on to three, move on to four and so on and so on. You can get a gym buddy. That's really helpful a lot of the times. And don't treat the gym as punishment. Oh, I ate five slices of pie on Thanksgiving. So I need to go to the gym and work that off. No, you already ate the pie. It doesn't matter. Don't punish yourself for it. All you did was eat some pie on Thanksgiving. What you need to do is find something that you actually like in order to honor your body and keep it active and help you work towards your physical. So if you don't like to run, then don't run. Even if you ate five slices of pie, don't punish yourself. Don't treat the gym like punishment make sure you do your best to just invest in decent shoes depending on what you're doing if you're weightlifting you want flat shoes if you're doing cardio you want supportive shoes especially running because it's easy to hurt yourself if you don't have proper shoes while you're running And sometimes you might forget about the gym for a little bit. You take a week or two off. That's okay. Just start again. It's not all or nothing. Let go of this all or nothing mentality. And I think that that's probably a good wrap to where do I start or where do I start series. Me and Jasmine also finished up a video on... Tess Holiday and the Health at Every Size movement. So we went through a YouTube documentary about Tess Holiday and the Health at Every Size movement made by Kiana Docurdy. She's basically critical of the body positive fat activism and Health at Every Size movement. And we kind of just evaluated her opinions and talked about what our opinions were. And it was really interesting to kind of see how the body positive movement has evolved over the years to what it is today and her assessment of it. So if you're interested in hearing our commentary on that, it's going to be uploaded on our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash HOMR. 
It's also linked on our handsoffmyrackpod.com page. So our website is handsoffmyrackpod.com, where you can also find our support links for Instacart and Alpha Progression. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, we would really appreciate it. If you signed up for Instacart or Alpha Progression through those links, you do get free shipping or free delivery on Instacart orders over $35 through our link. And for Alpha Progression, you get a six-week free trial instead of the two weeks that they normally offer. So that's only a benefit to you if you're interested in that. And that's a workout log. It's really awesome. One of the actual pertinent things about that is that you can literally put in what you want to focus on and what you want to like not really focus on, how many times a week you want to work out. It asks you a questionnaire and then it develops a plan for you. So that's also really good for beginners. It's a really cool app. I use it to track my workouts currently and I love it. So that's a wrap for today's episode. We'll be back next week. Have a good day, guys.